you know what? Trying is better than doing nothing. I exactly. Say. Tr- that, that's the motto of too much energy. <laughs> Trying is better than nothing, much like this podcast. <laughs> too much energy. Hooray! Your silver bolt. Beast Wars once and for all. Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no Energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I, I can't. Sigma you balls! Sh- Gary! <laughs> Welcome to episode 74 of Too Much Energy on the weekly podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I'm The Siege, one of your hosts, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere on planet Energon, and I am joined by my illustrious co-host... It's me, NeoCal. I'm on the Axelon. You're on the Axelon. Doing something in one of the CR chambers. Uh, but what is what exactly are you doing in the CR chambers? Um, I happen to be in the CR chamber when the cosmic waves went out and made everyone <laughs> friends metal. Yeah. I Fucking was wondering to suck. I was wondering <laughs> if you were gonna if you were gonna go um, uh, quantum surge on on this motherfucker. Uh, yeah. uh, speaking, I missed out. <laughs> speaking I of don't this... get a single trans metal, but this fucking cat gets two. <laughs> right. Yeah, and look at Waspinator. Like he he was in Wasp form, like all the way to the end of that show. That's right. Oh, and gee. now he and now he's a badass biker dude. He's living. He's truly living his best life. Yeah. Uh, speaking of missing out on things and living their best lives, uh, we missed a week last week. There was no too much energon last week. Uh, if anyone is listening to this in real time and we actually know there are some people who are uh apologies i posted about this on social media but uh we record this on thursday nights uh thursday is my friday at work uh i work sunday to thursdays every week and uh last week at my job we had inventory and unfortunately because of you know supply chain issues staffing issues uh COVID protocols, anti-maskers, all that kind of nonsense. Uh, I wasn't actually able to uh, do my inventory in the week leading up to the actual day. Mm. So I had to do basically an entire week's worth of work in one shift. So I worked over 12 hours, only taking one half hour break. (laughs) Uh, uh, So by the end of it, I just... And and then, like, I dealt with some, like, bullshit involving, like, an asshole bus driver who was a dick to me for, like, reasons that are still uh, unknown to me. But um, if you want to hear the story about that, it's on one of the one of the Patreon preambles from uh, from last week. But um, but yeah, I just I I didn't have it in me to record last week. So we decided, you know what, we're just going to call it and uh, come back better than ever. And here we are. 
anybody this this far in with us is it going to be like the only thing keeping me listening was that it was on every week i'm finally free 73 episodes <laughs> well we had a good run you know yeah <laughs> uh we actually have been pretty consistent with this show for uh for the most part like we've only missed like a couple of weeks we had a brief hiatus um uh in the lead up to christmas last year like i think there was like three standard weeks. holiday yeah. stuff yeah well and like it was um it was we had just finished season one of beast machines and then i had ideas for holiday episodes so i'm like let's let's delay uh new episodes of the show for like three weeks i think it was like two or three weeks um it's planned well i think uh so we're not like doing holiday episodes in the middle of like beast machines and yada mm -hmm. yada yada but for the most part like we've been pretty pretty on schedule for uh 74 episodes of this shit and uh if uh if you've been been here with us since the beginning or even not if you've been here with us since well the last now. episode right now <laughs> right now if you're just discovering us now uh thank you thank you for uh, for uh, joining along with us um so i've got uh i i have a hell of a amount of swag to uh to share not only uh not only uh, uh the listeners but also you cal like some of the cool okay. shit that i've acquired uh most of it i got today <laughs> but uh oh okay you've been saving oh. uh first and Brilliant. foremost uh and audio listeners uh if you're curious if you want to actually see uh as always there's a link to the video version of this podcast in the description go and check it out watch the video version because I'm going to be showing off a lot of things in this episode, so just to just just be warned. So I got my Golden Disc Collection Mutant Tigatron, which is an Amazon USA exclusive. We're in Canada. And this folks. Tigatron is a Bengal tiger. This, this Tigatron is a Bengal tiger, and he his face is based on the mutant head gimmick from the first wave of Beast Wars toys. All the deluxe and up figures had mutant heads. Mm-hmm. Looks badass, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Battle-ready. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the storyline of the Golden Disc Collection is... Uh, it actually deals with the Quantum Surge. Uh, apparently, <laughs> the, the Quantum Surge also created, like, a bunch of alternate realities. And in this reality... Uh, uh pterosaur rose from the flaming lava with like fire powers no shit and tigatron got mutated and tigatron like lost all his memories and him and pterosaur team up and become like evil and try and rule the universe with evil together i i like that that's a good synopsis and try to rule the universe with evil together <laughs> Uh, so, so that figure is pretty hype. Um, he's an Amazon USA exclusive. So us being in Canada, I actually had to buy it off of the Amazon uh, US website, not Amazon.ca. Right, and, and he, he traveled the globe. <laughs> he he had a glorious trek across uh, across uh, North America. See, we're in B British Columbia, Victoria, British Columbia, and he departed from an Amazon distribution center in Oregon which is like two states below us. I'm, I'm sure I, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah. but but whatever, I'll talk about it again. Um, now you would think 
that this figure would just go from like, say, Oregon to like somewhere in Washington, like say Seattle or Tacoma Mm -hmm. and then to Vancouver, uh, Richmond, and then to Victoria where we are. No, 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 no. This guy went from Oregon to New Jersey, which is on the other side of the fucking country. The other side of the continent. Yes. Other side of the continent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To Joyzy. Joyzy. (laughs) Then New York. Then Toronto. Then Richmond, British Columbia. And then Victoria. I have a theory. Okay. It traveled around delivering it to all the Americans that ordered it. And then in a mix of a whole bunch of other stuff, they got a big like truck or whatever. And then when they went across, it's better to go across with a ton of goods rather than pay. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pay um, not tariffs. Uh, rather than duty fees. Thank you. Um, rather than individually. Uh, because it's the <laughs> uh it's the um the shipping companies that have to pay that so getting it from the um the person that's already bought it is basically impossible so they probably waited until it was a giant like kind of canadian merch truck that they could put it with and then shipped it across the border maybe right. maybe i'm just full of shit <laughs> well my uh my boy pterosaur who is also oh. part of the the Golden Disc collection is uh, is making the exact same journey. Uh, he probably I'm expecting him to actually show up uh, tomorrow uh, at the time of recording. I mentioned we record this show on Thursdays, so tomorrow is Friday. I'm kind of expecting so him to show. I, I'm kind of expecting him to show up tomorrow. He almost made the the today's haul. Yeah, almost made today's haul. So. Uh, other than uh, mutant head Tigatron, so things that I something I got yesterday in the mail from uh, from my lovely girlfriend uh, Lady Glitch from the another podcast we do Alphanumeric. Uh, I got uh, Cyberverse Cheetor. Cyberverse Cheetor, there he is, folks. I've never. He is the only Cyberverse uh, figure that I own, and I only wanted him because he is Cheetor. <laughs> I have a Cheetor collection kind of kind of going on there. I have a Cheetor collection going. <laughs> and uh speaking of Cheetor, so things cool. Yeah, he's a dope figure. I'm I'm really uh it's unique look- looking. Yeah. I'd been looking for him for months and then she ended up actually finding one. Uh listeners, uh, you might be aware she she lives in uh Georgia. So she's Quite far from from us, but she she ended up finding him in uh, her neck of the woods, and I am nice. eternally grateful. He's in beast mode right now, but he's uh, in beast mode. He's got some sort of wings or flames coming out of his shoulders. They are you can blades. see his brains. I, I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a battle mask. He's got like Wolverine style claws. He's dope. Uh, so so thank you, Christina. I'm I'm sure you're listening. Uh, speaking of Cheetor. What? From Beast Machines. How many cheat? Okay. Night Slash Cheetor. No way. Uh, this guy is actually a really cool figure. He looks nothing like Cheetor in, in the show. At least his his deco, because like he's like a navy. This figure is like a navy blue, and uh, with like a um uh, translucent orange 
highlights yeah uh, yeah like a chest plate of sorts that actually opens up which i assume has to do with transforming him um i haven't put him into beast mode yet uh, but I got this at uh, Cherry Bomb Toys, local local toy store. Ninja like so. it's I I dig it. So shout it's a out good to color them. combo. His arms are kind of weird. They don't have like a ton of articulation to them. They can kind of only go <laughs> front and back. Well, he does a lot of that, you know. He does True. a lot of like this weird slicey motion, fruit ninja stuff. He does it in this fucking episode. That we're in this talk episode about. more so than any other. He fruit ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is this is a dope figure. I I really like him. He's I, I'm fond of that one. His uh, face is like, yeah, yeah. His his head is actually like not the color scheme, but like his head and his face. It's kind of hard to see on a blurry webcam. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's actually pretty close to the show. Hmm. No, no, I dig it. It's kind of like um, if Megatron used. In Beast Wars, his um, like the uh, the machine. Oh, there you go! Wow, that that focused in. Um, yeah, if, I just got to make sure it obstructs my face <laughs> so the the yeah. webcam focuses on it. And Megatron's not, you know. um Predacon machine when uh, in Dark Designs. Oh yeah, yeah, the thing that he spent an entire Saturday afternoon <laughs> constructing multiple cycles. Um, but if he if he grabbed. Uh, Beast Machines Cheetor instead of Rhinox. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I dig yeah. it. Um, another thing that I bought. Another one. <laughs> what have we got here? Holy shit. Uh, this is uh, Transformers Universe Silverbolt. So this is a redeco of the original uh, Fusor Silverbolt toy. Uh, very like show a lot. Very show accurate. Um, other than the, the color scheme, but this thing was $80 Canadian and I'd seen it at cherry bomb for a long time <laughs> and I had been hesitating, but the reason why that I kind of wanted this was because I used to have this toy. This toy came out in 2003. So I was already like 18 years old. Like right, I, right. I, 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 I was out of like buying. I was beyond like buying toys to play with them. But like I was in like a brief phase around that time. Like I was buying Transformers Armada and like I saw this guy at uh, Toys R Us back in 2003 yeah. for like 20 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, oh, hey, Silverbolt. Cool. Never had him when I was younger. It Thinking looks... back. Thinking back now, and I, I was thinking about this earlier, like the time frame difference between like when I was a kid playing with Beast Wars toys to like when I was 18 buying this, like uh, in hindsight, I'm like, wow, that was only like, like Five, six, year, six, six years. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, wow, that actually wasn't that long of a period of time. But at the time it felt like well, I, I was a new man. Yes. <laughs> uh. But yeah, the so quality I, on that is pretty hype. And uh, right. th his joints are incredibly stiff because I transformed him earlier. Um, in fact, I'll do it on camera here is too. That good or bad? Uh, I would good. presume that's good because it mean you it means you would be able to pose him better. Uh, it's good because what it means is uh, he hasn't been played with much. So he uh. this guy was owned by a collector, like a hundred percent. Yeah, and it probably stayed transformed sitting in one place for years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So. Oh, there there we go. 
oh, actually, it's fast to transform him. What the heck? Uh, yeah, and he's uh, that like is I the fastest, <laughs> the fastest transformer in the West. And uh, like I mentioned, uh, he is incredibly show accurate. If you remember, if you recall, Silverbolt from uh, I do from Beast Wars. Uh, obviously, like obviously, the color scheme is different, but like the actual mold of the figure is very, very show accurate. Yeah, like very. Yeah, it looks like it transforms the same way he does. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so I I had this guy back in the day, and I couldn't believe, and I'm pretty sure I sold this thing on eBay, like in like 2013 or something like that, for like 20 bucks when I was just getting rid of shit. So that could be yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to seeing seeing this version in particular, like the original, like I probably wouldn't have been willing to pay. Uh, the one you had. But yeah, the one I had, you know, because nostalgia is a powerful thing. And isn't that why we're here doing a podcast about a 25-year-old cartoon? About Beast Machines, a show that I never watched when <laughs> it was on air. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing that uh, Christina got me, I'm going to have to turn my noise cancellation off for this for a minute. Oh, um, here it here comes. We, here we have, on uh, David K, voice of Megatron, uh, on his official website, he has a Megatron button <laughs> with a, it's a purple Predacon. button, the Predacon symbol that says, yes. <laughs> and on the back, he actually signed it personally with a, with a Sharpie, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like a gold or copper, like permanent Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brad. <laughs> and even on the um, uh, on the envelope today, he um, on the it, it was written out by hand, and it was like it was like sender name Dave, and written it, written out by hand David K, and it had oh. like, it had like his address. So I'm like I'm like oh David K is like literally just like selling these out of his condo. <laughs> Rad. Uh, so what a, you what a champ. <laughs> so you press the button and. And again, what a pleasant surprise. And again, where is my rubber ducky? <laughs> oh, so he's added his own. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. And yes. Oh, multiple yeses. I classic. I appreciate it. Side guns. Side, Side guns. guns. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a no in there. Uh, yeah. Terrorize. Of course. Has to. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, I think that might be all of them, but. Excellent. Oh, no. There's, There's an excellent another. in there. Yes. And another yes. That, I was expecting. Surprise. Okay, now we've looped around. <laughs> I was expecting like three. Yeah, there's a variety in there. I dig it. I, I remember. Uh, I I can't even remember how I stumbled across it, but like uh, maybe like three weeks ago, I saw online that David K had these for sale on his website, and I posted on the Lasercomb Discord. I'm like, I have never wanted anything more in my life than I want this. I remember that you said that. 
<laughs> yep. And uh, uh, bless her, uh, Christina uh, bought it for me. I had no idea that she got it for me until a couple of days ago when she mentioned, like, oh, hey, has, has your Megatron button arrived yet? And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, well, oh, I got you one. Surprise. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, news to me. Cool. Thank you. Uh, and then it arrived, like, a couple days later. And now, for for the for the main event of uh what a gem uh, lady lady glitch what a gem indeed she's uh she's she's a real fox you know i i, I haven't mentioned this yet but i noticed that you're wearing a hoodie uh, speaking of <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> uh, uh she did not get this for me she did not get that for you but we're on this nostalgia things that we used to own like okay, wave right okay. now. So I feel like <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll tell the story of this hoodie. So uh a decade ago, so 2012, uh this hoodie I'm wearing is uh the band Amana Marth. Um it has like a image of Thor on a throne uh, on the back of it. Um this uh this was my favorite hoodie. Uh and Amana Marth is my favorite band. I've been listening to them for nearly 20 years now. Uh, they actually just released a new single uh, yesterday or the day before. I listened to it today. It's actually pretty meh. And I'm like, oh, well, whatever. They're getting old. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? They're, uh, most most bands uh, start to, their their quality starts to decline as they age. It's just, it just happens. But yes, uh, something happened to your OG hoodie, yes. if I recall. Uh, yes, yeah, so my... Um, my my original uh, uh, th of this hoodie uh, that I got back in like 2012, um, my ex-wife took it uh, in the in the divorce, and I, I say in the divorce, but like when we when we parted ways, she like basically moved out while I was at work one day. In the exodus. In the exodus, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, not. And not even throwing shade at her now. Like I've been in contact with her uh, in recent months over actually like finalizing our divorce, and like we've been civil. And I I wish her no ill will. Yeah. Um, only the best. Uh, yeah. Um, but she took it, damn it. But she she took my hoodie, and uh, insult to injury was the original version of this hoodie had a N seven patch from the Mass Effect three. Uh, collector's edition that I had sewn by hand onto the left arm. So I got to get another one of those um, to, to really like recreate the, the effect. But um, uh, speaking of X's, my, and so uh, uh, a person that I, uh, a long-term relationship that, that came to, came to an end uh, in, in recent months, uh, she, and I was talking about this with my therapist the other day, actually, like, uh, it feels weird to call her an ex because like one, like we still get along great hell. We still live together for the moment. Um, and I don't know, it just, it feels like weirdly like dismissive and reductive for someone that by, for all accounts, I'm still quite good friends with. I... I know what you mean. It's like there, there, there's like kind of this like, like ickiness to the word to, to the word. Yeah, 
I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of just like boundaries have changed. It, and... it's, yeah, the relationship is just the dynamics of the re- relationship have just changed. And X Im- has like heavy implications. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 an X, someone that like you're not supposed to like and that like only does you bad and they take your hoodie in the divorce. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what you're saying is, and this, this is a partner you've been with a long time. Uh, Seven years, just shy of seven years. Yeah. Like we, we split up like, I think like a week or two longer than your ex wife. Yeah, totally. Uh, Yeah. More more than twice as long. So the ex, the um, ex wife stole that hoodie and then your uh, ex partner got it back baby <laughs> got, uh, yeah yeah so uh she uh one of those the... people is cooler than the others <laughs> so so she scoured the internet as like a um uh and as she put it she was like i i feel like uh mo- like all of your like major exes have like taken things from you and i wanted to give something back as we uh, like parted ways yeah it's, it's very sweet uh she's, shout out <laughs> yeah shout shout out to to Krista, uh, she's a wonderful person. Um, Hundo, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, she. So she uh, scoured the internet and found me another one of these. And these things, like they haven't been make. Like, like I said, I got the original one that I had a decade ago. They haven't been. I'm a little surprised. Hoodies. Like that looks unworn. No, it is. It was brand new. Uh, she got it off of someone uh, from on eBay from like Poland. <laughs> interesting do you think like somebody recreated it or do you think somebody just kind of had it folded up in a yeah it was in a box somewhere it it was still like uh uh like it was still like in like a plastic wrap so so somebody just probably had a few of them or found found them in their uncle's attic or (laughs) something like that and they're like oh shit look at these yeah, someone who, who used to be uh, someone who was like a roadie or something. Oh, that, there you go. And they had a few extras and then they were doing a, a yard sale or whatever. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are these? Yeah. Um, well, red. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, I've been uh, wearing this hoodie constantly since she gave it to me. Um, and when she gave it to me, too, I was like, oh, well, thank you. Like, I really appreciate that. And then I messaged her on Discord the next day while I was at work. I'm like, I'm like, I really don't feel like I like I sold it well enough. But like, sincerely, thank you. This is literally my new favorite thing. Well, uh, and, and indeed, I, 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 I've been wearing this hoodie like constantly. Like, I've even been on uh, other podcasts that we've done. <laughs> Where I want since we're on this, hey, this thing I used to have, like this little um preempt to the episode, this little hey, I used to have this and I found it again and I had to get it. And I'm like, well, we have to talk about the I'm on <laughs> um Marth hoodie, right? Right, right, yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that up because uh I I it didn't even occur to me to mention it because I've just also, been talking it, about transformers. It sounds like other than the the design that you like. When something's a design that you like and it also fits well and is comfortable, like it's that it's that you're it becomes this like hoodie, an iconic this hoodie piece is insane. Of like, 
this hoodie is insanely comfortable. Um, and it's funny too, because like I had just shared on Facebook uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, like maybe a week before I actually got this. Um, it was the, you know, Facebook memories on this day. It was 10 years ago today. It was a picture of me with my back toward the camera, like wearing the hoodie that I just got saying like my badass new uh, Amon Amarth hoodie. 10 and years today? Not today, but like when I shared it, this was a couple of weeks ago. Oh, when you shared that, right. Yeah, it was the face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was the Facebook like on this day type thing. Um, but I had shared it being like, man, I miss this hoodie. And then like a week later, like Krista surprises me with this. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, 11 out of 10. 11 out of, yeah, 11 out of 10. How how old is Amon Amarth? Uh, they really... They released their first album in 1998. But they were founded, I believe, in 1993 under the name Scum, which they released no music under. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Wow, 92 to present. Oh, 92. Yeah, I was close. Okay, there. Um, I. Oh, yeah, they're getting up there in, in age. I have still rocking it, though. I've seen them live four times. I have uh, met them. I have a their DVD, Wrath of the Norsemen, that came out, I think, in 2006, 2005, 2006. They look like they were in pretty good shape. I, I got I got them to personally <laughs> autograph it back in, like, 2007, and I still have it sitting on my shelf. Nice, nice. Uh, sweat damage and all, because I had it in my pocket in a mosh pit. As is tradition, yeah. In my back pocket, because at the time I was wearing like those old, like, uh, like long, like wide leg jeans that were like in fashion in the 2000s. Oh, yes, I know them well. <laughs> so, whatever, I liked them. So, I, I feel like you have like a grand unveiling. I do, Sh Sh there shall we? <laughs> There, there's something, and uh, listeners, uh, I messaged Cal about this. I'm like, oh man, I don't even know what he's talking about. Oh, he doesn't. I was like, there, I cannot wait to show you, uh, the the, the absolute abomination that I purchased today. <laughs> I, my so, head's uh, like spinning what that could possibly mean. So, I was, I mentioned I was at uh, Cherry Bomb Toys in uh, Victoria. Uh, British mm -hmm. Columbia earlier, and that's where I got the Night Slash Cheetor and the uh, the Universe Silverbolt from. And they were like, um, they were like, "Oh, hey, you're the the you know the the Beast Wars podcast guy, and you do I'm like the Beast Alpha Wars guy, yeah, <laughs> and you do like alphanumeric, like the the reboot show." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's me." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I just I got a thing for collecting Cheetors, and I have several of them. I, I." How many Cheetors do I have now? I have one, two, three, four, five, five six, seven, eight, eight. nine, ten. I have ten, ten Cheetors. Jeez. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So ten Cheetors. Uh, that's a lot of Cheetors, man. <laughs> oh, eleven, actually, because I have one that I have a broken. The wall. No, well, no, I have a broken uh, Beast Machines Cheetor. Right. It's missing the, the Beast Mode head. I... I it, it'll probably get tossed when I moved when I move. Um, but anyway, so they were like, hey, so 
uh, we got this thing in the back, and we we don't know what to do with it uh, because like we just don't have the space for it. They're like, "Would you be interested?" And I'm like, "Well, what is it?" And they bring it out, and they show it to me, and I'm like, "How much?" And they're like, "Wait, seriously?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, maybe how much?" And they're like, "Twenty bucks." And I was like, "You know what? Sold. I'll take it." And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. We were going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, this is what I walked out of Cherry Bomb Toys. And audio listeners, I implore you, please, please go to the video version. Uh, link in the description just to see this ab absolute abomination that I purchased. This monstrosity. What am I, what am I beholding here? This is a uh, this is a <laughs> supreme. <laughs> so this is a this is a supreme class beast machines <laughs> cheetor. So his mouth moves, audio his listeners. His mouth moves, audio listeners. And he just and mimed. <laughs> I was lip syncing to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh my god. This thing is fucking this thing is as tall as my computer tower, dude. Okay, so uh, That's like 2 feet tall. Uh uh pretty pretty damn close, like maybe, maybe 18 about, inches? Maybe 18 20 inches. But like it's not really beast machines. <laughs> it's I mean, it's it's closer to what he looks like in the show than, say, Night Slash Cheetor. Uh, yeah. What the ungodly... <laughs> Look at them titties. <laughs> Look at that mighty chest. It reminds me of, like, um, that, that meme with, like, the girl, like, nervously gazed, looking over it, like, the dude's <laughs> chest. Or, like, the, uh, the, the Rob Liefeld Captain America... The, the very the very infamous Captain yeah. America cover, <laughs> which they one hundred percent referenced with um, uh, that show, uh, the uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. Uh, there, there's a shot of Anthony Mackie of Captain as Captain America with the shield in that exact pose, and like I posted wow. a side by side thing on Instagram, and I'm like, I see what you're doing, Marvel. <laughs> But yes, look at this ungodly abomination of a Transformer. I like how you're like 20 bucks and they're like, seriously? And you didn't go 10? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, they said 20 bucks and I, I didn't even hesitate. Like, just look at this fucking thing. Amazing. Can it even stand on its own? Uh, no. Hey, big bot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the that's... mouth moving is eerie it's so eerie because look, like his mouth fits so perfectly look at those teeth yeah he's got some chompers there yeah oh, his his eyes open when you 
dude, turn it around and look at it. His eyes are open when you. No, I, no, I know. I yeah, I know. I I noticed this earlier. I can also kind of see on on camera. What the? Per wow, wild man, wild. Yeah. So the rest of this episode is going to be hosted by whatever this giant Cheetor figure <laughs> is. So he's on video now. He is the one talking. I am merely the puppeteer. Uh, I I can tell that um you're 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 fairly good at that. So I can tell you've uh, you've watched uh, being John Malkovich <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I actually wasn't doing too bad with the, the lip syncing there, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We should <laughs> do an episode where we're using um, some sort of, like, VR, like, app or rig uh, and try to find some sort of, like, robotic, like, Maximal or Predacon version of ourselves. Well, we have face rig. We have face rig, but I, if, we, if I recall, there's no, we, we fucked nothing really we, transformers in it. No, there isn't. We fucked around. I wonder if there are mods for it, maybe, because we fucked around with face rig quite a bit. There are mods for it. Um, they're also um, user created um, avatars that oh, are yeah, free, yeah, cool. but also that people sell. Oh, okay, cool. I, did, I didn't realize that. Like I'm archives. not surprised. But. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? There probably is a, a Megatron. There yeah. has to be. Yeah. Maybe uh at least maybe G1 Megatron. Maybe not Beast Wars Megatron, but I'd be We can dream. <laughs> dare to dream. Certainly we can commission somebody to use Blender and make a Megatron <laughs> right. avatar for us. Speaking of commissions, uh I really gotta get on actually designing a laser comb logo. Uh, I think we're mm. there at this point. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I had some ideas in my head that I'll uh, I'll bounce off of you. Um, I'm not married to the ideas that I've come up with, so uh, I, I I'm going to be looking for for input from you uh, on this as well. They don't pay me to be the ideas man for nothing. <laughs> That's all I'm good for. No, I, I might I might have some some ideas. I think we we're better when we work together on those kind of things. Well, I'm also like um, like I'm good with things like structure and like I can come up with ideas for shows and like how they're how they're structured and things mm -hmm. like that. But like when it comes to like coming up with like visual designs of things like that's not necessarily my forte. I'm I'm a, I know a little bit about um like thumbnail and like visual marketing right a little bit yeah I've, I've done a few things like that uh for funsies with um my partner and other people youtube is a whole other beast though mm. like the youtube thumbnails oh man you better have red arrows and like circles and like, I like big bold text in the thumbnails i like what i've been doing lately with the show arts yeah for for youtube i think that's good enough for for what we do well we don't want to sell out and start labeling things like um like um beast wars um social experiment gone sexy and then you know like have like uh cleavage or 
butt in the thumbnail with like red arrow pointing at something. We don't we don't want to become those guys. Or like uh, Polygon.com because they they announced recently that uh, there's going to be a TV movie with like um, a bunch of the old like hosts of Blue's Clues like teaming up and they're like Blue's Clues is going the route of Spider-Man No Way Home and it's like fucking like team up like Spider-Man No Way Home didn't invent that shit (laughs) like Fucking Man. clickbait articles. It's, yeah, it just gets people. I, I like I like, like Spider Man's. Yeah, Wait, yeah, this isn't about Spider Man's. Spider Man invent crossover. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a, on another note, uh, I would like to send extend officially too much energy on heartfelt happy birthday to our man himself gary primal gary chalk today at the time of recording is february 17th 2022 which is our man gary's 70th birthday yeah happy birthday to gary chalk so so gary we know you're listening yeah um uh happy birthday and uh thank you birthday Thanks for thanks for all the the episodes of Beast Wars and Beast Machines and Transformers Armada and Transformers Cybertron and Transformers Energon and yeah. other Transformers stuff he undoubtedly did. Also, uh, Nick Fury, Agents of Shield, the Fox TV movie that starred David Hasselhoff. Oh, <laughs> Gary Chalk played Dum Dum Duggan in that. I remember watching that shit on TV when it originally aired. Huh. Uh, he was also like he was also Colonel Chekhov. He was also Colonel Chekhov in uh, Stargate SG One. Um, Excuse and, me. And uh, and uh, uh, Mr. Gary Chalk has done like a million other things. So uh, very, uh, very prolific actor in his own right. And uh, well, these shows wouldn't be the same without him. So happy birthday, dude! Yeah. Happy birthday, Colonel Chekhov in SG One. Really? Yep. Yeah, he was a, a Russian colonel. Oh, he was that's part of the Gary Chalk. Yeah. At the time, I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. Realize that. Yeah, yeah, that was uh... cool. <laughs> oh, I recognized him right away because uh, Gary Chalk's voice like always resonated with me. Like anytime, even if I would see him in live action, I'm like, oh, that that's Optimus Primal. I would just recognize his voice. That's right. Because I watched SG1, but I never, never realized. Wow. Well, I I was a very obsessed Beast Wars fan when I was 11. So taping episodes, rewatching them like 50 times over. Mm hmm. Yeah, happy happy birthday to our 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 favorite primal. Yeah, the 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 best primal, the only primal. In the fact. only primal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, no. Uh, if there if there is an Optimus Primal in a property and it doesn't have Gary, then no, no dice, no dice, no sale. Uh, doesn't get the it gets the no energon uh, rating automatically Ooh. by default. Anyway, speaking of no energon ratings, this is Excuse episode. Me, I got allergies going on there. Yes, yes. 
This is, episode, right. <laughs> this is episode 74 of Too Much Energon. And this week we are talking about the fifth episode of season two of Beast Machines, A Wolf in the Fold. It originally aired on September 9th, 2000. What yeah, a day a, it was. A Wolf in the Fold a, a is... Wolf, a Wolf in the Fold, a title that has nothing to do with what's going on in the episode. And that kind of happened, uh, well, that's been happening lately with, uh, with episodes of, uh, Beast Machines. We had, uh, Savage, or not Sa Savage Noble was, uh, and Fallout and Savage Noble, those were kind of on point. Yeah, Prometheus Unbound, um, oh, no, In Darkest Night with a K, I, I didn't see Batman anywhere in that episode. Wolf in the Fold implies that there's like a traitor or someone isn't as they seem. But that's not really what's going on in this episode. But it's not like that would imply that Silverbolt purposefully infected all of the, the other Maximals, which isn't the case. Yeah. They they try. They try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did they? <laughs> I, 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 maybe? I, I, I we talked a lot about other stuff and that that eats airtime, but this was the episode to talk about all that other stuff. Uh, because it, I, it kind of feels like there's not a lot to say about the episode. No, not I was thinking talk our own show, but like TLDR, there's a virus that makes them argue for 20 minutes. Um. <laughs> Uh, honestly there's like, more we, to it than that but yeah yeah on, like is it? honestly we we can actually like i i'm down with blowing through this episode pretty quickly because i thought very little of it um so the episode opens with um uh the the maximals greetings. each other high fives over silverbolt joining the crew again over Silverbolt coming back and Cheetor is like, hell yeah, fuck yeah. All the old gangs back together. The whole gang, all of us, every single one. And immediately, even before like uh, Gary Primal is like, Ugh. I, I'm like, oh, dude, what, what about, what about our favorite uh, beer drinking trucker? Dinobot, Rhinox, Tigatron, Air Razor. Tigerhawk, <laughs> Depth Charge. <laughs> We don't talk about Tiger Hawk. Uh, no, nah, fuck Death Charge. <laughs> but like, there's many missing from the, the crew, dog. Transmutate. You know it, what? Yeah. Uh, Honorable it, mention to transmutate. It was, yeah, it was uh, they were never part of the uh, part of the, the, the crew, but uh but but damn it, uh Silver cared him. about them. Yeah. Um and uh yeah so uh so Cheetor realizes almost immediately that he fucked up because like uh Gary like hangs his head in sorrow and he's like oh big bot i'm sorry and uh Gary Primal is like oh well uh no it's fine we we got to move on you know we got to move we we, we got to move forward Rhinox had made his choice and now he's yeah he's moved up he's passed away and it yeah. is what it is, dog. And then yeah. Mega so, Head yeah, Tentacle so they, <laughs> molests the planet. Yeah, so so they pimp away, and uh, uh, <laughs> Mega Head starts sending out like uh, tentacle dicks. 
to the yeah, planet. It's, it's tentacle hentai. Cybertron they, edition. So yeah, so they're tentacles. <laughs> they're, they're tentacles. They kind of look like Doc Ox arms. Oh, very much so. Um, but they also, as they're coming down, they kind of look like dicks. How do you really draw mechanical tentacles without them looking a little Doc Ockish and without them looking a little bit like dicks? But that being said, it feels like they could have made them look less so. <laughs> less phallic as they especially as they like jam themselves deep inside the planet. And, and it cuts to like um that uh, cartoon like I don't know how to describe it, but in cartoons whenever something's digging underground, it shows you like a bisection where you can witness right the thing digging. Um and yeah, it shows it shows the Cybertron does have dirt and like a, a core and like sorry a crust so yes it is there's a normal planet in there which is somewhere neat i mean they had said that they've explained that there's fossils there's plant life and stuff but it's neat yeah. to actually see ground and, and soil and stuff yeah yeah that's i mean that's what the oracle has been uh uh that's what she's been trying to tell us the whole time yeah, uh, Rat Trap has a line later on that actually like cracked me the fuck up. There are a couple really good lines in this ep- this this episode's kind of just kind of bunk in general, but like there are a couple really fucking good lines. Beast there machines, two, two in particular, two great at lines least has dialogue. great lines. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I'll bring them up when when we get there. So, what's uh, the gist of the the tentacle like takeover by Megahead here? Um, he's so in- they're infecting the so planet. The, it's pumping like some something into the planet and uh you've been a naughty girl cybertron yes <laughs> take it <laughs> now bend over for daddy and you'll and pretend at least pretend to like it or pretend <laughs> to not like it i like it more when you don't like it yes <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, ma- yeah. yeah I, that... I feel like that that fits him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Not not to um not to uh uh what's it called? Uh, not typecast, kink cast. But yeah, yeah, he he seems like the type. Kink cast is that a thing? I ju- I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> okay, well, it's a thing now. Damn it! Yeah. It's uh uh someday if uh ev- anyone decides to actually make a too much energy on wiki like that'll be an entry <laughs> there we go episode 70 uh 74 kink uh kink cast listeners if any one of you want to make a too much energy on wiki by all means <laughs> uh, i will love you forever you'll get like free patreon content <laughs> there, there you go you'll you'll get paid you'll get all the patreon content for free <laughs> There you go. See, you you get you get free worker bees by giving them fr- free uh, Patreon content. Yeah, I say as if that would actually work. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but what's going well, on we'll here? See. What's going on here? So the planet is it has green waves going around it, but like the Maximals are running like scared animals. But like, where are you going to run to? Right. And um, something, and it only affects Silverbolt. I don't know why. Green energy vines wrap around him and like put like so. A... 
So there are the, thing on them. So there are these like veins or something like uh uh on the planet and Silverbolt just happens to step on one. Yes. And it infects him with something. It infects him with something that basically we, we we've talked about the the matrix connection with this show. It infects him with something that puts a like like something that looks like the pl- matrix the the plugs on the back of the necks of humans in the matrix. It's like a disc that like screws yeah. and like adheres yeah. itself onto the his back. It, it was very reminiscent of the the um uh, the ja- the the jacking in plugs in the matrix. Yeah, uh, uh, but he's not going to um, to Soundwave's virtual reality where he becomes a human. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, uh, listen to uh, uh, part two of the Too Much Energy on uh, Holiday Special, where we talk about the uh, the Transformers animated uh, two part uh, Christmas themed episodes, Human Error, part one and two. Uh, good. Good show. I want to watch more of Transformers. Animated, actually, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so, and what does uh, what does this do? He doesn't jack into the Matrix. He, like, okay, so becomes grumpy. <laughs> I this is something I actually want to talk about. So when when it connected to the back of his neck and it started like making his eyes go, it it, it put these red veins all over him and made his eyes go red. And I don't know what it was, but immediately I'm like, is this the hate plague from G1? It was literally a thought in my head earlier when I was watching okay. this. Um, and then, uh, and then when, uh, uh, one of them, like when, when they start touching each other, when Silverbolt like touches someone, like the redness like spreads to them and then their eyes go red and then they all start acting aggro. I'm like, this is the fucking, this has got to be the hate plague from G1. So the hate plague, there was a two part episode of Transformers Generation One. It was a season three episode, I think. It was called The Return of Optimus Prime, part one, parts one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it a lot as a kid because I had a VHS tape of it, uh, uh, of, uh, like it was, makes sense now. Yeah, it, it was billed as like a like direct to video. Like it was just two episodes of the cartoon, but it was uh, the the pack the the VHS case made it. It was like the sequel to Transformers the movie <laughs> because you know Optimus Prime dies in uh, Transformers the movie. Spoilers. And this is where he comes back. Spoilers for a thirty six year old movie that if you're listening to this podcast, you undoubtedly have seen anyway. We've done commentary. Yeah, we did do a commentary track for that. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find that on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, I was originally part of the the TME feed, but I, I wanted to, uh, a lo- quite a while ago, I wanted to really like clean up the the, the Too Much Energon feed, so I got mm-hmm. rid of like like ancillary stuff and just made it like episodes yeah, of the yeah. show. Um. But yeah, so uh, so this uh, two part episode of uh, trans the Transformers G one, uh, the Return of Optimus Prime, involved uh, this uh, hate plague uh, spreading around, uh, like all across the Earth, and it was it was unleashed by this. It, it was discovered by this scientist, I think his son and his daughter. 
And his daughter, of course, was sympathetic to the Autobots, but the scientist and his son, like, hated, hated Transformers for whatever reason. Right. So, so they, and they happen across a shuttle that has the body of Optimus Prime sitting in it for reasons that are not explained. It's like, okay, so when he died in Transformers the movie, the Autobots just put him sitting upright in the uh, in the pilot seat of a spaceship and just sent him adrift. Oh, kind of like a Viking funeral. No, not like a Viking funeral, because like... They don't like, sit the person up. In the, he, he's in the sitting in the pilot seat. Like, he's like right in the cockpit, just sitting there, dead. I guess I don't know, uh, listeners. If there Weird. there is an episode of G one that explains how Optimus Prime get ends up in that ship in the beginning we of that episode, uh, let me know because I I have no idea. It seems mm-hmm. really dumb to me, but <laughs> but I watched the shit out of this two parter because I had it on VHS as a kid. Um, anyway, so they they discover the the body of optimus prime this is now a g1 podcast apparently mm-hmm. um they discover the body of well maybe someday <laughs> um they discover the body of optimus prime and uh uh the scientist guy and his son decide to infect the dead body of optimus prime with this hate plague that they find i think they found it in the sun or something um where the source of all hate Yep. Uh, and life. So uh, light, life is hatred. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it kind of is. But <laughs> there you go. Um, but anyway, so they decide to infect the dead body of Optimus Prime with this hate plague and send it back and uh, send it out. And I think they activated a, a distress signal. Uh, so the Autobots would so come and find, they find it. them. Listeners, I'm going from memory. I haven't watched this shit in like uh, since the 90s. <laughs> I haven't so watched. What's, what's the gist of that? Not only do they manage to bring him back, but there's also. So, so they find his body and because his body is infected with this plague, it starts spreading around. They figure out a way to uh, bring him back. Uh, if I recall correctly, Skylinks, who is a character we actually saw in war for cybertron earthrise he was yeah, that, that like, was wild yeah he was that like guy he was a he was that transformer who was a space shuttle but also like kind of a dinosaur had like the I, I long neck design yeah yeah uh it, it was uh the the design is uh like completely one-to-one what his design was in g1 um Bad. so like i think if i recall correctly skylinks goes and kidnaps a quintesson and brings him back to Earth to uh, rebuild Optimus Prime, and then they like pour like uh, I don't know glowing light into him or something, and he wakes up. And seems legit. You pour glowing light in people, and it revives them. Yeah, see, it seems legit. He and then they spray Optimus Prime with this coating to make him immune to the hate plague. And then he retrieves the Matrix from Rodimus Prime, and then he uses the Matrix to cure the hate plague. Seems legit. It's no, it's I'm like kind of shit talking it a bit, but like it's it's pretty good for G1. Like it's I watched the shit out of it when I was like, you know nine 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good enough, damn it. But anyway, so so because like I was really familiar with the hate plague from watching that, and again, and what I I just mentioned a minute ago, uh, War for Cybertron Earthrise, the hate plague is even referenced in that, which I thought was really cool. Mm, right. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah. So when I was watching this earlier, I was like, I was like, oh, this is the fucking hate plague from G One. That's actually pretty rad. Uh, unfortunately, the ep- they don't really do much with it. Uh, with it in this episode other than basically just make the maximals bicker like you said bicker for 20 minutes yeah uh, they bicker they try to fight it um viacons show up slice and dice um yeah, Silver yeah Bolt uh, pulls an emo stunt and flies away yeah cheetor goes all fruit ninja on the viacons it it was an unusual yeah so two um motor bike vehicons like stop in front of him and there's this shot that just shows the front of him and he takes his two scimitars and he goes and he turns to each one and just does that and then he like she's them and then he like walks away and then in the background they like fall into 100 pieces and i'm like yeah okay yeah like we we already knew that he could do that why did it linger on the the shot and it wasn't cool like ninja like samurai moves it was just him doing this yeah <laughs> and just just doing like a almost a like Wii sports game almost, yeah. almost almost like he's doing a drum roll kind of kind of yeah. yeah if you if you match that video with the drum roll yeah <laughs> it would fit uh maybe maybe i'll do that sometime I probably won't yeah but, rat trap uh, tries to attack cheetor and blah, i, I blah, like blah. I, I like um, Gary Primal's reaction when they're like all bickering and whatnot. Uh, and uh, like, because he's trying to be like, okay, so we got to figure out what the fuck Megahead is doing with his like tentacle dicks to the planet. Right. And, and they're all like bickering with one another and like uh, shit talking him. And he is basically like, uh, fine, if you guys want to be a bunch of petulant, petulant fucking children, I'll go deal with Megatron myself. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, my man, Gary. <laughs> well, I'll go do it. And he does. Yeah, and he does. Um, and when he does, uh, this is something I actually want to talk about with this episode. Yeah. He, so he's like falling and like, instead of just killing him, I, complex relationship these two have, huh? You you see where I'm going with this. I, he I, catches him in like a giant like tentacle and yep. like gingerly lifts him up to the head part to talk to him to, to talk to him and megatron so so megatron in his like um really cool like uh, i really like the look of the like his hollow projection of his face i mm-hmm. i think it's really rad i really it's one of my favorite visuals in this show um I mentioned on a previous episode that it reminds me of uh, Mass Effect 2, the Overlord DLC. Um, right. But, uh, but so uh, Megatron uh, says to to Gary basically that, oh, um, so, uh, you know, well, Gary, it seems we want the same thing. Yes. And uh, harmony. And, and Gary's like, yeah, what's that? And he's like, harmony and what what ends up transpiring is this 
exchange where Megatron is trying to convince Gary Primal and trying to like actually make him see his point. And I'm like, does this is a, this is interesting because he's not just trying to spark extract him here. He actually wants to convince Gary Primal. He, he wants to make him see his point of view and potentially make him join him. I'm like, does Megatron want a husband? Like, does, does Megatron like want like a companion in his like, like, or maybe glorious, maybe like he new wants world the order? Maximals. Um, it's maybe he wants to control everyone instead of just destroying them. Yeah. But you know how in the end of mass effect three, there's like destroy control or synth synergize. Um, but he's just been spark extracting people, though. Maybe he has a change of. But for some reason, uh, Gary Primal he he wants to actually like bring him over to to his side. I don't know. Maybe husband wasn't the the right word. But I know, like, I know what you mean. Like, I think he just wants like a. I wonder if he actually just wants a companion of some sort, like a friend. It's not about like, like a, an equal, like someone. It's like to... Joker and Batman. So someone, you know how act. he's like, I don't want to kill you in, in the dark night. Well, yeah. no, what would I do without you? <laughs> right? Like, you complete me. No, you complete me. And Batman's like, Whoa, <laughs> I, I, you know, whoa, 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 a relationship and uh, whoa, there, whoa, there, uh, jokey, jokey, we boy. like just met each other. I, I, I told you I wasn't gay, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's it's much more than that, yeah. Right? It's like life, uh, not partner. It's like life rival, right? Like they need each other, and and I'm getting those vibes here, yeah. Because he's like in the conversation, he he doesn't torture him, he doesn't try to reprogram him. He's like, we both want the same thing, harmony. Yes. Look, look at how your friends are like shitty. Look how chaotic they are. And it cuts to his crystal ball vid windows. Yeah. He just has, he can just see where they are at all times, right? Yeah. Especially as Megahead. And he's like, look at them. Look, look at them bickering. See, the, the crystal ball thing, like, actually, I, I actually buy in this world. Like, he is fucking Megahead. He controls the entire planet. Him being able to see anything anywhere. In Beast Wars, it was comical. In this show, it. I buy it. It makes sense. In Beast Wars, there was one time where it showed a drone, and we were like, that's it. He has thousands of drones everywhere, including in the Axelon, <laughs> just like with live video footage. Yeah, there's just like fucking thousands of uh, uh, Scorpionox Scorpionox cyber bees flying around everywhere. Just thousands of them all over the planet. Just some of them stand still. They're inside the Axelon. Some of them are just, I don't know, in mountains. <laughs> sometimes yeah so um he's like look at your friends your friends are dumb they're fighting it's chaos they're fighting vehicons more vehicons are made they fight more like where are you kind of going and i'm like thank you where is the show going <laughs> well yeah and so i gotta wonder now so did megatron 
uh, unleash the hate plague. One, like, was was this just lying around in a lab somewhere? Did Megatron like? I I would like to know how Megatron happened across this the 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 G one hate plague, because like, he's just like, oh, what's this? Oh, oh, yes, I can use this, and. It's really interesting that it seems, uh, stop me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the whole point of him unleashing the hate plague on Cybertron, which it was definitely targeted at the Maximals because there's literally no one else. So he went through all of this just to fuck with what, like six people. That's um, what I was thinking. I'm like, what? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. But he did this just to try to prove a point to Gary Primal. Not even to destroy them or to make them destroy each other, like to prove a point. Just to prove a point. Yeah, I got that too. And so there, this is not a great episode overall, but there are nuggets of really interesting stuff going on in this episode. Yeah. If it was 20 minutes less of Cheetor and Rat Trap going, no, you shut up. And yeah more dialogue between these two philosophical yeah dialogue chaos versus law yeah order i should say yeah yeah i i i'm with you a hundred hundred percent yeah um there's a part that i i find really funny um there's rocks fall the maximal maneuver um they accidentally do it to themselves but it varies the vehicons yeah 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 (laughs) Um, rocks fall and buries everyone and they start bickering to each other and um, Cheetor transforms into his beast mode and um, he's in the middle of bickering and then Viacons kind of get out of the rubble and they're about to start firing on the Maximals again and he goes oh what was it it was just there one sec 12 yeah so he's he's in his cat form at 12 like 40 ish and they start shooting, and he turns around, looks surprised, and he goes, Ooh! and then he turns around, and he just de- keeps talking. So right. one, he's never been afraid of enemy fire before, so I found that reaction so strange. Right. He doesn't transform. He And then after, whoa! And then he turns around, he doesn't take cover, he doesn't transform and, and attack them back. He just continues talking to the Maximals, and I'm like, is this edited weird? What what happened there? It reminds me of um I was walking downtown one time and there was a guy waiting at the the crosswalk with me, a few people, and um he wasn't on his phone or anything like that. And we're walking and he turns as if a car is like almost coming and he kind of like moves like that. By the way, as we're walking across the crosswalk, no cars. And he does that and he goes, oh! and he like fixes his shirt and stuff and he keeps walking wasn't ho- like like you know like a lot of homeless people are mental ill they fell through the church tr- the cracks blah 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 well i was gonna ask like what kind of drugs was he on and and that's the thing perfectly normal dude you know business casual dress was fine had a watch and then just <laughs> a ghost car almost hit him and <laughs> that's what happens to cheetor <laughs> like he turns and he's like oh, oh. and then he just keeps talking to rat trap like like nothing happened i don't know weird thing i thought was like really funny i actually missed that bit when i was wa- i i was eating while i was watching this episode so it's I, in the I, middle of them bickering 
yeah, yeah. I must have. I I must have been like uh, uh, chowing down. Well, like uh, for instance, I'm watching it now here after Silverbolt like effed off. Uh, he reaches on the back of his neck and pulls off this like little, little like techno tick. Like right. so, he finds it. He still has the rage virus, right? Yeah. Um, but he just looks up at Megahead and he's like, "Damn you!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, who did you think did this? Why is this some? Why is this important to the plot? And they're like, oh, Megatron did this. Oh, well, that changes everything. Who else fucking did it, you morons? I- yeah, and uh, the the knowledge, I guess, what is it? The knowledge that uh, Megatron was behind this allows Somehow, Silverbolt to, to snap out of it, I guess? Here and there, momentarily, yeah. Because um, Big Bot comes back and um, the vines grab him and infect him too and silverbolt explains everything that he was infected and he did this and it's his okay so just just before that when uh when gary primal shows back up and he's trying to talk to the maximals who are bickering um uh they they start shit talking him and rat trap is like he's like yeah why don't you go on another vision quest or something yeah (laughs) one of my was like one of my favorite lines in this entire series so like, far. Is Rat Trap the, the self-insert for us? The audience? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why don't you the, go on another one of your vision quests? And, and as you were saying, uh, Silverbolt, like, uh, 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 Gary gets infected and Silverbolt's, like, trying to, to reason with him. Um, uh uh, Gary Primal says to Silverbolt, he's like, uh, uh, forget seeds of the future. I'm going to bury you in the past. <laughs> the, when Once he's infected? Once he's infected, yeah. I fucking, like, I cracked up so bad, hard. Bad trip. <laughs> yeah, instead For of him t- talking about, like, growing seeds in simplicity. <laughs> forget <laughs> seeds of the future. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bury you in the past. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> you got a pretty good uh, roid rage face. <laughs> I've yeah, I've seen it a lot. I can, uh, I can, I can do it at. Oh man, there's nothing like you know a, a dude in his forties, you know, like was divorced a couple of years ago, has been hitting the gym, only works on upper body. Yeah. Right. Like the legs are like the size of my forearm. Right. <laughs> Comes out like, you know, weird, like bunched muscles because he's only doing like front instead of like back exercise, too. And he's like high on coke. And he's like, oh, fuck you. You rent a cop. You want to fight? And I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> so I, I've bounced and I've, right. I've done security before. And, um, uh, yeah, there, there are those guys. They get kicked out of the club for presumably doing said said speed. And uh, 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 sometimes words um, don't work on these people. Willingly (laughs) willingly infecting themselves with the hate plague. uh, Can you imagine? (laughs) By by, uh, snorting rails is what you're saying. Confidence plus 10, but telegraphing your moves and 
sometimes you're so confident that you you think that you're gonna just like one punch everything. You think you're one punch man, and right. then you chip a tooth when your face hits the the pavement, and uh, you'll re- yep. you probably won't remember it anyway. Because <laughs> it's like one of those places where, man, I'm not even gonna get into like the details of when and where, but it's one of those places where it's like, oh, Friday, like one a.m. The police just park across the street. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to nab at least a few people, either trying to get in their vehicles or trying to fight or something stupid. Right. Speaking of fighting and something stupid, uh, uh, how does this shit get resolved? Like, uh, so uh, uh, Silverbolt is able to reason with Gary. Right? Am I wrong? Maybe. So Megahead, <laughs> like your reaction there, you're like, maybe, <laughs> yes. And I'm like trying to think and I'm like, why? Can you, we both watched this, we swear. Yeah, yeah. No, we I swear I, on the AllSpark that we watched the episode. But it's like, I, I how watched, the fuck did this get resolved? Megahead I goes. this episode at the time of recording. I watched this episode two hours ago. And I, it's so much of it is just completely out of my head. So Mega point. said, Megahead is like, you're out of time, my maximal friends. Goodbye. And he powers up the tentacles that are like penetrating Cybertron. Right. But before he destroys the planet or makes them more rageful, because he's causing earthquakes, by the way. Did we even mention that? Yeah. No. Earthquakes are causing. <laughs> I and I I completely missed the earthquake. So I, that's why they were buried in rubble earlier. And yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so, man, what what is it? Um, primal is like we have to like go on a vision quest together. Okay. He says that's it. We've got to work together to reform our neural pathways. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only the, way to destroy the virus and cure us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely spaced whatever that, the yeah. fuck that means. I, I remember that now because uh, when I was watching this earlier, I was like, really? Because it took the Autobots like reviving Optimus Prime and him retrieving the Matrix and unleashing its power to, to cure the hate plague. So. Yeah. Like all you guys got it. Like Gary Primal talks about like joining the Matrix and shit. Like, why didn't you actually go and find that shit to help with this problem? So they all hold hands and sitting around they, in a circle and they can and sing, sing, sing Kumbaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> they sing Kumbaya. And uh and then uh he's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> He's got There's the whole world where... <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> and well, I mean, Megahead does. And they, they fall does, into yeah. a chasm. In his tentacles. And there's a scene, uh, man, I hope you found this, where they're all falling. And Rat Trap grabs onto Cheetor, and Cheetor grabs onto, they all grab onto each other. Um, like a like a saving roll when you're spelunking in D&D. And, like a um, daisy chain. Now, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, you know, falling. <laughs> Instead yeah. of cracking rocks. Um, and Nightwing tries to grab Rat Trap. Or snorting rocks. And 
snorting rock and <laughs> or smoking it. He grabs Rat Trap, and at round 19, exactly 19 minutes, it zooms in on Night Scream, and he goes, ugh, ugh, and then it zooms in on, um, like, holding on to Rat Trap's tail. It zooms in on Rat Trap's, like, the his back, and he looks over his shoulder, and he goes, ah, and then it zooms back in Night Scream, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> There's no way they that like it's only three seconds, right? But there's no way that there's not implication there. Like him looking over his shoulder at Night Scream and Night Scream having an O face is I can't unsee it and I don't I don't like it. Check it I, out, I, folks. It's like 19 minutes in. It's I I, I missed that when I was watching it. He's earlier, like trembling, like <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck animators why did you do this like rat trap screams in pain and grits his teeth i'm not even kidding folks i don't like it and like night screams eyes even glow and he's like <laughs> and he's nutting anyways i'm trying to make the episode better i but i i'm not making that up that is that's definitely a thing in there anyways what I'll, I'll i'll investigate uh those those but, scenes when i'm looking for uh episode right. art it's at 19 minutes. Anyways, I don't really know what happens, but all get they literally all touch each other. They all form a, a daisy chain. And then, and then Primal like passes on his inner peace and they're fine. Yeah. While they're falling. Because he's grabbing on the night scream and night scream is grabbing blah 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 blah. And they're cured in the air. That's it. It doesn't explain how, really. They all just hold hands and they're good. Right. That's why we were confused. Cause, yeah. Because Optimus, because Primal says some Primal bullshit and then everything's okay. Primal says some Oracle bullshit. Primal says some Oracle bullshit. I. It's not, sat it's not satisfying. Yeah, and then the episode kind of just ends. It kind of just ends because they're... Rat Trap's like, oh boy, it's so good to be best friends again. Well, sort of. Yeah. Welcome back, Silverbolt. And Silverbolt's like, but are you sure you're glad to have me back after what I've just caused? And Primal's like, now more than ever, brother. And that's it. Yeah. That's and the then, episode. And then, and I then like the that moment. And then the camera moves to like a, a shot of uh, Megahead still with the tentacles in Cybertron, and then the episode just ends. Well, he's withdrawing the tentacles at the very end there. You see Doc Ock things like floating around in the air. Yeah. I... And Megatron's like, hello, Peter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I've missed you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so he's that... just fucking with them. It's Me Megahead fucking with the Maximals part one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that was the episode. A wolf in the fold. That 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 was uh, episode five of season two of Beast Machines. A wolf in the fold. Um, here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, uh, board games, comic books, the Japanese Beast Wars <laughs> series. At this point, literally whatever the fuck we want to talk about, week in and week out. Uh, on the Energon Too Much has to be involved. On the too much energon scale, it is a three point scale. 
it ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you rating this episode on the TME scale? Not enough energon. <laughs> oh, you rated it not enough energon, and the 5 <laughs> are suddenly coming. <laughs> uh, They're uh, like, hey, boom, 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 boom. Open up. <laughs> who's rating shows of beer? <laughs> who's rating episode of Beast Machines? Not enough energon. Boom, 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 boom. This is the Megatron secret police. Open up. <laughs> Any uh, episode where Megatron is present must be too much Energon. Yes. Don't ask why my police sound like Megatron. <laughs> because they're all me. I, me, yeah, that, me, that, me. Me too. Me too. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell we've been watching The Matrix? <laughs> um, I don't, there's no point in even explaining why. It's, it's like it has cool seeds of ideas yeah agreed um i'm also giving they don't linger on the good parts i'm also uh rating it not enough energon uh that the hate plague coming back was cool unfortunately the but they didn't do anything with it they didn't really they didn't really do anything interesting with it um there was some nugget like i mentioned earlier there were some nuggets of like really interesting ideas like the fact that megatron went through all of this just to prove a point to optimus primal like Not that's kind of destroy the maximals that that's kind of interesting and the fact that he seems to actually want a reason with optimus primal now like I want to know more about that but unfortunately the episode doesn't go into any of that also how did he discover the hate plague like it was it just in a lab somewhere like <laughs> i don't know just in a lab somewhere i don't know uh yeah this is this is not enough energon i think uh i think this actually might be the worst episode of beast machine so far yeah. I, <laughs> unquestionably yes um like it's not like atrocious like in no, every, it wasn't on it wasn't unwatchable series, or anything in every series there are like beast again overall we like Beast more, Beast Wars more, but Beast Wars has my most hated of episodes, and Beast Machines has not yet matched the the level of terrible <laughs> that some Beast Wars episodes have had. True, we haven't gone no Energon yet. I that that is true. I reserve mine for the appearance, the inevitable appearance of the Vok in <laughs> Beast Machines. Well, I think we still have uh, eight episodes of Beast Machines left, so... I'm not writing it out. <laughs> so it, it could still happen, damn it. So there uh, you go. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, there you go, indeed. Uh, before we start wrapping things up, though, uh, we got an email. Oh, we did. And uh, I want to read... I'm going to read this email entirely on its... Uh, uh, on this episode of Too Much Energon, because I presume uh, you you have their their consent. Yes, yes, I I mentioned no. that I I, I mentioned uh, I I sent a response to uh, to the person who wrote it, and I was like, hey, thanks for writing in. We'll uh, uh, we'll uh, read it on the next episode of Too Much Energon and uh, respond uh, in depth there. 
Because I didn't cool. want to like write out like a big response and then just like say the same things on air. I'm like, ah, just yeah, yeah. stay stay tuned. We'll talk about it on the air. That's more. I think that's more fun anyway. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, so so we got an email from uh, from Josh, a longtime listener. He says, "Hey there, guys. Wanted to take some time to finally say hi and stuff." Well, hi, Josh. Hello. Uh, my apologies ahead of time for geeking out. Never be sorry for that sort of thing, my friend. Never. Uh, after discovering your Beast Wars podcast, I caught up just before you finished the series. Uh, good time to jump in, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, kind of bummed I wasn't able to listen along, but oh well. After changing jobs, I lost almost all of the time I once had to listen to podcasts. But that's finally changed, and last night I started your newest episode covering Darkest Night, which was the, the last episode. So he he is all caught up. So Bad. Sweet. <laughs> sweet. Thanks, Josh. He's like... OMG, I forgot about Technorganic Silverbolt with uh with a sideways eyes emoji. <laughs> he's uh he's got he's got a look to him, uh, for sure. Uh he he goes on, your podcast is so much fun. Well, thank you. Uh you both do great voices for the characters, uh, which is nice to hear. <laughs> it's nice to hear after uh we um uh we well we got told on twitter that our impressions suck by a couple of guys trying to telling us that and also trying to invite themselves as guests on our show so they can right do the voices impression so they can do the voices properly i love the show but you guys suck at the voices if you have us on we can do it properly and it's like man it kind of i thought that it went without saying that we're doing our own caricatures. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not, oh, act- yo, hey, we're not actually trying to sound like uh, Rat Trap. Well, that's a little bit more accurate. But, like, we know Scobinock doesn't sound like this. Well, right. Cheetor, um, I'm feeling pretty thirsty over here. So, why don't you uh, crack open the CR chamber and uh, grab me a beer? I bring Uncle Rhinox a beer. Uh, I stat a stash and eight pack of Lucky in there, uh, just for uh, emergency uh, situations. Yeah, and like, like we know, like Rhinox doesn't sound like that. It, it's just it's fun to do that. It's a natural evolution. Also, it's more fun. Yeah, <laughs> like a. a- it's more fun, but like I also think it's funnier. Like a good impression is like, oh wow, that's really good. But like that wears it out its welcome. Yeah. Because the sh- if you're reviewing something or you're trying to make jokes about something, that that's different than voice acting. Yeah. Whereas the funniest shit ever is just our like huge sideways rants. Where we just <laughs> like wreck our voices with like fucking like sexy pterosaur and friends or the dino, uh, the the raptor bot chronicles or like yeah, fucking like trucker rhinox. So, Gidor, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done, son? Um, anyway, yeah. so thank you for saying that. Yeah, we're yeah, not no, just I... doing it for ourselves, Josh likes it. That's enough for me. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, a big heartfelt thank you. It 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 was really nice to 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 read that, especially like right after like we had dudes like weirdly like weirdly like backhandedly like 
complimenting us on Twitter, but also our show on Twitter, but also like shit talking our impressions. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Well, not even like that. It was like, I like everything about the show, except the voices. And And I can do and I can do them better. So you should have me on your show so I can show you how it's done. It's like, no, (laughs) not interested, but I didn't even (laughs) respond to the guy. Uh, anyway, so Josh continues, I'm turning 37 later this month. Well, happy birthday. Um, you are, uh, just slightly younger than I am. I turned 37, uh, uh, la- early last month, about a month and a half ago on January say, 3rd. Your, your two like timelines, like match almost, almost perfectly as far as like pop culture ingestion goes. Yeah, Totally. Uh, he says he watched uh, Beast Wars and Beast Machines growing up. His love of Transformers began with uh, G1. Uh, he, I remember having a VHS of the episode Fire in the Sky that I watched many times. Uh, I don't remember that episode. Uh, uh, naturally, I now have G1, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and Reboot on DVD. Uh, well, I'm almost with you there, Josh. I have I have Beast Wars Beast, and Beast Machines on DVD. Um, I don't have G1 or Reboot, but... Well, I had Season 4 of Reboot, the, the Canadian version, where it's two TV movies, but I gave that to... to I, I loaned that to my girlfriend, in, who was who in the United States. It looks like a Fire in the Sky um takes place in the arctic and the snowball fights and the aurora borealis and magic energon crystals you ever see the movie ever see the movie fire in the sky it's a movie that came out in the early 90s It it was allegedly about uh based on a true story but it was about a guy who claimed he was abducted by aliens there's also a song by um swedish death metal band uh hypocrisy that i uh really liked when i was a teenager Cold fire in the sky because their music is mostly about aliens. <laughs> like, well, they, you had my attention, they, they, they you quite, had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> they quite literally have a song called Roswell 47. It's a really good song, too. It's one of their uh, uh, more popular tracks. Nice. Uh, anyway, he says, side note, I plan to listen to your reboot podcast next, but Transformers ranked higher for me, and I listened to a reboot podcast a couple of years ago. Incoming game, a reboot pod, a reboot rewatch podcast. Check it out. I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I would say, uh, if you're going to, if you're only going to listen to one show of ours, I, I think this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I clutched my pearls. <laughs> uh, de- well, definitely, we we want you to listen to all of our shows because uh, we we put a lot of work into all of them. Um, but if you're going to listen to just one or at least one first, I think Too Much Energon is the the one to go with, especially because it's our our first show and it's our longest running show at this point. It's our journey. It feels like our journey. Our, our journey, and then like the podcasting. other things are in addition. It, the, the other things are in addition and the other things are kind of the 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 uh not the fruit of our labors but like the kind of the uh, this was our like this was our show where we've kind of like learned and honed our craft whereas like the other shows especially the laser comb podcast which i think is kind of our most like on point 
yeah and consistent thing at this point that was a show that we because it's newer that was a show that we started when we already were at a point where we were very confident and comfortable and capable in what we were doing yeah agreed that's us like being more focused and on point and we know who we are and where we're at and uh yeah there's no there's no uh no hiccups <laughs> here and there um yeah. like josh knows because he listened from the beginning that like we we just like re-recorded the first few episodes of too much <laughs> energon right yeah yeah the first three episodes yeah yeah so yeah uh tme is uh, is kind of our our it's it's an interest it's an interest it, it is our baby this is my favorite show that we do but it's uh it's you you get to see our journey as uh as podcasters from right from the beginning with this show so yeah th- this is definitely a good place to start so uh you picked the right show josh uh but also go check out our reboot podcast and the laser comb podcast because those are really fun as well mm-hmm uh he says uh, for some reason i could never seem to watch beast wars in order or all of it while it was on the air in the u.s i very clearly remember being disappointed that beast wars ended and i was super excited when i saw the promo commercial for beast machines with their silhouettes uh stepping out of the oracle oracle slash stargate <laughs> i made sure i watched every episode and i loved it sweet uh our opinion of this episode notwithstanding um we we both uh, and you've been listening along, Josh. So you know this. Uh, we we like uh, Beast Machines as well. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I, says, I'm digging it. He says, "I know you guys have been uh, reviewing the IDW Beast Wars comic, and I will listen to it soon. But I wondered how much you plan to cover the other Transformers media." While Beast Wars and Beast Machines are supposed to be originating from G1, it seems that continuity is not exactly their focus. Each series of TV show and comics seems to twist things to their own desires, but I'm just one of those who really values continuity. Unfortunately, you kind of run into that with just any long-running franchise. And actually... Anything anything from comics, anything from cartoons, it's... I I actually um, not directly, but like kind of related. I there was a recent episode of Alpha Numeric where I kind of complained about that um, in the subject of like prequels and like going back and like trying to add lore that didn't previously exist. And but by explaining ha- it badly, you kind of just ruined the mystery. Well, yeah, and by like trying to fill in blanks. Like trying to fill in, um, uh, trying to fill in pinhole-sized blanks with two by fours, you end up like you you just end up like breaking the narrative. Um, I, I complained about that on a recent episode yeah. of Alphanumeric, so uh, I I can't Me remember too. which one it is, but it's. <laughs> It's it's an episode in the the forties somewhere. So if you're yeah. you're interested, go check that out. Um. Uh, he says while the TF wiki can be great to learn more, I've learned quite a bit from Chris McFeely on YouTube. He does a series on the quote basics on Transformers from their anatomy, continuity, and characters. That name sounds familiar to me. I've I'm, I've watched a couple since I've read read this email. 
comics in general seem to intimidate me with how much material there is. Oh, yes. <laughs> me too, man. Uh, but there is one Transformers comic line I did read. I thought it was great, especially with the expansion of the universe, lore, and characters from my previous experience. So if you're interested, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, uh, 2011 to 2016. And then continuing slash finishing with Transformers Lost Light. I read them on Comixology. Uh, Comixology. I'll, I'll talk about Comixology yeah. in a second. Um in reviewing this, I didn't realize that line is over 80 issues. I bought them as 14 <laughs> volumes. I understand this could be a substantial undertaking. Um, yeah, I probably won't. I, I'm just being honest. I probably won't go and read that. But uh, I do appreciate the recommendation. Um, that's That just... It, it's that just... It, it's too much. <laughs> too for, for much. Echo John. Um... Uh, especially at, at my age now. Uh, we, moving, we only have so much time to ingest and review, and so we gotta, yeah, take yeah, what we already like or what we're excited to explore. But it is good to know that if I'm ever like, and the the day may come where I'm like, man, I just want to kind of like sit with my iPad and in, in bed, and that, right. if it's eighty issues, like that might be something that I just like kind of scroll through a little bit like here and there so yeah read read over the course of like a month or something yeah like in bed yeah. going to the bathroom that kind of thing <laughs> yeah um he says moving on i don't know if you guys get much in the way of fan questions um yeah. <laughs> we've had a few uh but oh, here's okay. one of uh, mostly on YouTube. We get asked questions on YouTube quite a bit, much more so than by email. Yeah, YouTube. Um, it's easy for people. It's like, oh, I can listen to it. I can watch it. I'm already logged in. I can comment on it. it it's yeah. ease of access seems. Yeah, we, we, we get lots of questions on YouTube. We get lots of questions on Twitter. We get questions on uh, uh, Discord. We get questions on Patreon, but uh, only get a few emails, uh, mm -hmm. which kind of disappoints me. I wish more people would email, um, but whatever. Uh, if uh, anyone listening to this uh, wants to email us in, you can do so. Too much energon at outlook.com, much like Josh just did. Uh, he says, moving on, I don't... Or, I already read that uh, uh, much in the way of fan questions, but here's one of mine. What do you think is the wildest slash bananas episode from both Beast Wars and Beast Machines? I asked separately because Beast Wars was goofier than Beast Machines. TLDR, thanks for making the podcast. You guys are great. I look forward to more of what you do. Thanks, Josh. That I that means a lot, actually. I really appreciate that. To say uh to answer your question most bananas episode from uh beast wars uh definitely the low road the uh the i knew Tunes you were episode. going to <laughs> i knew you were going to say that yeah uh, the the episode that i was weirdly dreading for a while and then when i actually watched it discovered that it's actually one of the one best of the episodes. funniest <laughs> one of the like absolute like laugh out loud like rolling on the floor like laughing my fucking face off like all of the jokes episodes. aren't the poo aren't the fart jokes though yeah. they're they're present they're just they're, they're not overwhelming but then when there is the the big like fart joke 
It is funny. It, it is actually funny. <laughs> like no, my, a, a famous my, sound bite. My, is... my, 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 oh yeah, yeah. It's it's in the intro, and yeah. it will forever be in every iteration of the intro. It, <laughs> every iteration of the intro of this show, uh, for the remainder, even if like ten years from now we're talking about like fucking I don't know, like Transformers robots in disguise or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, it, that will still be part of the intro. Mark my words. Um, my favorite uh, bit of comedy in that entire episode. It, it's such a, uh, do not fire. I have a hostage. That that that's close. No, my favorite oh. bit is right before that scene where uh, Scorponok is looking on the um, the computer monitor, and you see like a radar of like the Maximals approaching, and Scorponok is like, "Here they come!" And the three flyers. Inferno, Pterosaur, and Waspinator all look at, they're all standing side by side and they all look at one another and nod and nod at each other and then look f- and then look forward and raise their guns and just start firing. <laughs> but it's it's just like the little, like the fact that they like turn and look at each other and nod and then look back and just start shooting incessantly. Whoever directed <laughs> that is, for, for me, it's Dinobot like walking up with Tarantulas like is unconscious or weakened like body, and he's like, "Hold your fire! I have a hostage." And again, they all look at each other, and Megatron's like, "Why? So you do?" And then just blasts them, <laughs> and they all fire. And instead of like, like Dinobot just kind of like tosses Tarantulas's corpse at them, and then dives out of the way. And then followed by like bits of pieces of tarantulas like flying out of like, you know what? I was gonna say anything with axe ape, anything with the <laughs> proto humans just screaming with like Gary Chalk being like with like fucking uh, like Dinobot's axe. It's just what the what the fuck is the show even <laughs> at that point? But right. um, I can't think of a single like wackier. I don't love. I don't think it's great, but the, like Dino Clone <laughs> is weird. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna yeah. The the low road is an unexpected, wacky, joyful. Um, on the bad end, episodes we didn't like, but still very wacky, is the Wild Hunt. Oh yeah, yeah. When like they're all infected, be- out. With, sorry, not infected. They're all like suffering from animalism because they can't go to sleep for some reason. And it's like, let the hunt begin. And there's like drums and he's on like a tribal like little throne and with like a safari hat. And <laughs> that's an example of it being wacky, but bad. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, neither of us were fans of that episode. Um, I can't think of a wacky episode of beast machines just because the tone is a lot Whoa. darker. There are wacky parts in every episode that are in my memory, like rent free forever. And just they're all just little sound bites. Uh, the the most bananas thing to me in Beast Machines thus far was the moment that I saw Megahead for the first time. When lo- two Doomsday weapons were activated at once, and Gary Primal came back from the dead third, <laughs> the, for the third time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's yeah, sure. Let's say that and. But like Megahead was just like, you know what? No, Megahead being inside of a werewolf 
Mega Megatron being inside of a werewolf and that turns that into arc, a dragon. That whole arc, and then he exits and goes inside of Megahead. That'll that is bananas. That is wild. Yeah, I remember um, mentioning. So yes, the, I agree with you. <laughs> I remember mentioning on the in the podcast, like in the lead up to uh, to, to season two, because I I had uh, watched ahead a little bit. Uh, I'd watched like the first four episodes of season two. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, telling you that, like, man, uh, this show is going to go in places you you can't you cannot predict. Brace yourself because fucking boy, oh boy, fucking werewolf that turns into a dragon, fucking Megahead, <laughs> Megatron's head just floating in the sky. So for me, Megahead, the the mere existence of Megatron as a giant floating head above flying above Cybertron, that is like the wackiest shit. That I've seen the most bananas thing in Beast Machines thus far. And to piggyback off of that, Megatron pretending to be a maximal werewolf dragon is right. Is the wackiest <laughs> shit ever for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, besides like Jetstorm and Thrust's identity being revealed. That's that's up there. Oh, you know what? Oh, I got one more actually. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, the (laughs) the the implication that Waspinator, after he got kicked off of prehistoric Earth, just flew through space for four million years (laughs) (laughs) to get back to Cybertron, and is somehow mentally just fine. The the implication that he just like went to beast mode and he was like. Oh well, Wasbinator has a long journey ahead of him, <laughs> and he just flew through space all the way back to Cybertron for four million years, and it took him four million years to get there. Yeah, that that's 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 that, wacky fun. That that that's that's there you pretty, go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, thanks again for writing in, Josh. Uh, uh, me means a lot. We we appreciate the the email. Yeah uh for sure definitely so that was episode 74 of too much energon uh best way to support the show mention patreon uh go to patreon.com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b we're starting at the five dollar and up tier you get hours each and every week of bonus preamble audio of this and all of the shows that we do week in and week out we're doing three uh podcasts a week uh consistently right now and each one of them like the preamble is at least a half hour long each time sometimes upwards of an hour sometimes like sometimes the preamble ends up being longer than the actual episode proper it happens (laughs) it's happened quite a few times actually yeah Uh, you you also get our um our uh a a new uh spin kind of spin off of the preamble uh called uh, what are you watching which is basically just where we talk about like there's no real like format to it or anything. It's kind of just us talking about what we watched recently. Uh, yeah. movies or TV shows. Uh, and uh, you also get a uh, monthly ish commentary track where uh, we talk over movies of our choosing. Um, there are six of those out right now. Four of them are dedicated to Matrix movies, including the newest one. At uh, the $10 tier, you get our weekly news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight, 
Uh, we didn't record one of those last week, but we're going to be recording one of those this week. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, also, I mentioned the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, if you're a $10 patron, you the Lasercomb podcast is a show where we uh, watch a random episode of a TV show, uh, whether we've seen it or not. And if you are a uh, $10 and a patron, you get to pick a show for us to do. Oh, that. yes. We, we've done quite a few patron-sponsored episodes of the Lasercomb podcast, and uh, it's it's been a wild ride. Uh, haven't liked all of them, but they've all been interesting in their own rights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Uh, social media, you can uh, follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Lasercomb. Once again, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, central hub for this and all of the other shows that we produce week in week out uh on twitter you can follow the show proper at too much energon or you can follow me i am at Lasercomb, and cal you are at i am at neo cal n-e-o underscore k-a-l we will be back next week with episode 75 dun 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 it's a milestone number Episode 75 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about the sixth episode of the second season of Beast Machines. Oh shit. Home soil. Home soil. Uh, uh, it this says is a spaceship crashes on Cybertron, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Yeah, spaceship crashes, not a stasis pod. Something new. Oh shit. Um, I, I've, I actually, I've seen this episode. So I actually I don't remember it vividly, but I I remember I I remember who is in that ship is what I will say. Hmm. I can only presume all of the missing characters we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um. They're they're all just going to come piling out, even the ones who are dead. Hopefully, we can and dream. They're, and they're all going to combine into a like mass like. Uh, Magna oh boss, please no. <laughs> the the spaceship door opens and all of a sudden it's just like Lyo Junior. That would be, oh man, that would be wild. That would be wacky if Japanese Beast Wars just like appeared in Beast Machines. I mean, again, yeah. I can't predict what will happen but but it's probably it's safe to say it's probably not that but that would be a lot of fun that would uh, be a lot of fun our fan fiction uh so keep an eye out for that uh next week uh, episode 75 of too much energy on uh in the meantime uh we it's getting late so we're gonna get out of here uh i've been one of your hosts christopher siege and i'm neo cal and until next week i am transformed i am transformed no, I am transformed. No, I am transformed. No, I am transformed. No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>